0: Questions that today's top cowboys and cowgirls about what it takes to be a winner, where their inspiration comes from, and what makes up their everyday life. So grab your gear, the shoots are loaded, the Buckle Dreams podcast starts now.
1: Hi guys, I had the privilege of interviewing Destin Bird. He's a three-time all-around champion of the Indian National Finals Rodeo, and he's been to the WNFR twice. So please enjoy the interview, and we'll see you at the end. Justin, so the question that I have for every cowboy is if you had a preference, would you go straw or felt? Felt. Felt hat. All right. What color? Black. Black?
2: Yeah.
1: All right. Well, there are many stereotypes about rodeo and the people around rodeo. What is the biggest stereotype that you have a problem with that you'd like to put to rest?
2: Man, I I don't even know. (laughs) Like, what do you mean by a stereotype?
1: Oh, just about you know the way people feel about cowboys and and the sport of rodeo in general.
2: Oh, the, like the way that we treat animals. I don't like people saying like we treat them cool or anything because. Uh...
1: So you don't you don't have any any stereotypes that that bother you?
2: Not really. I stay out of. I'm a boring interview because I just stay to myself most of the time.
1: Talk to me about failure, Dustin, and how do you handle it? How do you get past it?
2: Um, well, everybody goes through some hard times and some dry spells, and uh, everybody has has to deal with it, and uh, man, I'm pretty positive. Try not to think about it too much and remember what I have to work on when I get home so I have stuff to work on. and. I don't ever get too high or too low, so I'm pretty much the same all the time.
1: Dustin, what would you tell a rookie that's starting out at the beginning of their career right now? Any piece of advice?
2: Um, I think that's the biggest piece of advice is uh, is their attitude. It's so easy to get caught up. If you get, go to one end, to get arrogant, cocky, and overlook a lot of things, and before you know it, you're, you hit rock bottom and just want to help you, I think you got to have a pretty positive attitude and uh respect everybody that that kind of keeps you going is your positive attitude your whole outlook sometimes it's going to be super hard and uh with a good attitude you can get through all that
1: all right it says you know i was reading a bio about you that said that you had gotten your start growing up on a ranch so can you tell us a little bit about that lifestyle
2: yeah i think it's funny like it's sometimes at schools i never went to I've went to three calf roping schools before, and uh, they helped me out a lot, but I tried kind of up riding a horse, roping. We have a ranch with cows. Our neighbors branded, we branded. I was always on horse roping, and, well, team roping was pretty natural then. And I can't look at somebody and tell them what they're doing right or wrong a lot of times because I haven't went through, like, the steps like a lot of people go through, like, for instance. My partner Paul, uh, he grew up with Al Bach. We're just helping him when he got here, when he got there, and I just i don't know, really go to somebody's place these and get a lot of help. Growing up on the ranch has been been pretty awesome for me. Like I'm going home after this rodeo, and we're going to brand, and our name is Brand, and it's it's a lot of fun.
1: Well, we know that people think about rodeoing for a living; that it's a dream. So, what is the true cost of your lifestyle to you and your family?
2: Yeah, it's uh, and basically the last couple of years, I made it once. I was like seventh, and uh, last year I think I went in eleventh. Well, I barely broke even. I think the last two years, and then whatever I made at the finals was actually the only money I made really because it costs a lot of money to get up and down the road, our rigs, paint on them, buying horses. Um, it's pretty costly. That's the support of my family back home, I don't know if I could do it.
1: And you're a you're a three time all around champion of the Indian National Finals rodeo too, right? Uh yes. I know that they really look up to you in, in the Indian in um, rodeos sure. and stuff, so <laughs> You're a, a good ambassador for that sport, also. Do you see any differences yeah. or anything that that you can, you know, bring from your experience of going to different associations that would would help promote the sport of rodeo?
2: You know, it's getting uh, the Indian rodeo is getting a lot better. It's uh, was always my first dream. because when I grew up, all my uncles and stuff, my dad, and them competing at the Indian finals, and it was a big deal to me. And I still wear the buckle from the first time I ever won it in 2000, and it was a it was a big step for me I think. And I've rodeoed in Indian rodeo my whole life, and I learned how to win, and I learned how to compete, and handle everything from going to the rodeos. And like right now, I think it's a big deal for. Uh, there's three or four of us that are making the finals every year, and then the young and the kids are getting to see it. And because when I grew up. I have nobody that made the NFL to look up to. I rode it on that level forever, and I probably would have rode it there for my whole life, but Derek LeGay stepped up and he made it, then Eric Rogers, and I wrote. there some of my great friends, and I realized that I could compete at that level some, just from rodeoing, Indian rodeo with them forever. And so that's when I stepped out and went, and now Aaron and he's on the verge, are making it for the first time. I think it's really uh, helped people realize that they can do it.
1: Now, Dustin, is there is there a saying that really keeps you motivated daily? Do you go through a regiment that that helps keep you positive?
2: Not really. I don't. I don't know if i was born that way or what. But like I'm, I don't know. Why I'm so positive all the time. But like I, have a awesome family back home, and that's the main concern. They're uh, they're very important to me. That, more than anything and uh they always support me and, and then that, that's why I get it they they don't care if I win or I don't win or whatever they're always there for me so that keeps me positive all the time
1: and you've got four brothers right aren't, aren't you're the are you the oldest
2: I am the oldest on my dad's side I have four my parents were divorced when I was young and then my mom has a couple boys and then I have a stepbrother stepsister on my mom's side
1: you're an inspiration for the whole family
2: <laughs> um all the guys on my dad's side they rope and ride and stuff too so
1: I'd really like to learn how, what you feel is the next step to growing the sport of rodeo for the pro rodeos and, and where you think it needs to go in order to continue to grow.
2: Yeah, the the starts in the youth I think where to keep uh, the youth kids going and putting things on for them and getting them interested and giving them a chance to see the good parts of rodeo. I don't know, one of the things that hooks everybody up is, is the people you meet and they're hanging out with everybody. And we've been out here in California for two weeks and hanging out with the same people. And it's just like a big vacation, really. People stay at the same places and everybody has cookouts every night, rope a little bit, go to a rope and a rodeo and come back. And it's pretty nice around here.
1: Well, Dustin, as a person that goes to many of the big events, and thanks to some of your great sponsors, you probably have an opportunity to see a lot of new products. So can you tell us about any of the new products that your sponsors have you using or any tried-and-true products that you continue to use?
2: You mean like classic ropes?
1: Yeah, like classic ropes.
2: <laughs> uh, classic ropes. I don't know. They will make any kind of rope you want. Basically, I always use the same rope all the time and go down there, and they're awesome to work with and just great people, really. And they make, everybody knows out here that it's the best rope. So even if they don't use it, they'll tell you.
1: what about you're sponsored by some feed stores and you know, by the the tribe and things like that too. Do you want to talk about those?
2: Balma truck sales and show sales and buys a lot of trucks, leases, anything you've been for the construction business and he's been great to me and hang out up there in Montana here when I get back there. Then the the Blood Tribe Agricultural Project, they raise a lot of hay, put up a lot of hay in me. What they do is make a few ground bales, cut it down to smaller bales. And they ship it out across all over the world. Well, that's pretty handy for me because the bales are actually normal-sized bales, but you can press down to a little smaller, so you can get a lot more in your hay pot and traveling. Wow, and,
1: oh, nice.
2: Yeah, they're, they're pretty awesome. I can actually looked up their website. They have the hay goes through metal detectors, and gifts dust free and it's pretty healthy for a horse and I really need to see that whole deal work out when I go up there.
0: The Buckle Dreams podcast is brought to you by Champions Choice Buckle.
1: You're part of Team Heston too are you still part of that team? Yes I am. Okay well tell us a little bit about Team Heston.
0: Uh, team Heston there's about
2: eight or nine of us I don't know it's fun to be a part of it but we went for a photo shoot in Las Vegas last year all of us and get hanging up there for a few days and we actually use Heston equipment on our ranch and have for a long time and get a little tractor deal to and. It's pretty nice to be partners with such a big company like that. I don't know. I just appreciate them all and getting to know them on a personal side of things instead of the is It's a lot of fun hanging out with them and seeing what they do for a living and then they hang out with me and see what I do for a living. And It's a pretty neat deal.
1: How can people reach you the best? Is that Facebook page the only way that they can reach you or do you have Twitter handles or how would you recommend – or even some of the kids that, that need inspiration from the Indian rodeos, how would they reach you the best?
2: Just send a message on the Facebook page, and then, uh, to be honest, I don't do it, but like when something comes up like that, then she'll send it to me, and then I'll do it. But just look me up there and leave me a message, and I'll get back to them like that.
1: The question I ask all my guests is, tell us the story, Dustin, of when you were a kid and you won that very first buckle and what it meant to you.
2: I was, uh, it was this was way back. I was 10 years old. It was 1990. Uh, it was a Charlie Cole Memorial Rodeo, and I was its actually about three hours from my house. I caught a ride down there with some people. My dad ended up not going for some reason. He was at a different rodeo, couldn't make it. I was up in the spot and the steer riding. Somebody else paid my fees. I got on the steer, won the rodeo, and that was a, one of the most amazing feelings. That I was so happy. I think I got like $140 after the lady <laughs> took the fees out. And a big buckle. <laughs> I was. I wore that buckle. I probably weighed six pounds, and the buckle weighed about ten of it.
1: Well, that was cute. That was neat. So, <laughs> okay. Well, Dustin, I sure appreciate your time. And and for the final question today, I just I'd like to get your feelings about what you feel is a definition of greatness. Someone said that they had, you know that that they had greatness in their life. What, what would you feel like that definition is for you? Right
2: now, uh, when I wake up, like I'm proud of my accomplishments, and uh, like I'm trying to get better every day, but I'm doing something that I love, and uh, having my family involved in it, having myself, and working at it, and I wake up every day, and I work at it, and it ain't work, it's, it's fun, it's my life, and no matter if I get a drive, or I get to practice, or go to another road or whatever it is, it's that's, I think, is what greatness is to me, it's kind of fun having a little bit of control of it right now.
1: Okay. Alright, now you had mentioned at the, you know, when we, we talked before the interview that you had a bunch of roping schools come up. Yep. So, so tell people how they're gonna find out about those roping schools that are coming up.
2: Okay, I'm gonna have one in, uh, well, my home right there in Browning, Montana. And last year we did two days for the little kids that are just starting out, and then we did two days for the advanced. Okay. And I think that's that's what we're gonna do this year again, and, uh, it's really cheap. I think it was like $50 for the kids and maybe 100 for the older kids. And they'll come out and spend a couple of days and we'll have lunch and do a lot of roping. But it will be on the website here shortly when I get home.
1: And this is the your Dustin Bird Team Roping on Facebook page? Yes. Yeah. Okay. And then
2: uh, the other one's going to be in Canada pretty much the same time, the 1st of June. First two or three weeks up there, we'll have one in Brown and one in Canada. That will probably be a couple of fall.
1: Okay. So they just need to keep checking back on your Facebook page for information. Sure. Wow, what a great interview by Dustin Bird. You can find him on his fan page at, on Facebook at Dustin Bird Team Roping. And if you want to get a hold of us, we're Buckle Dreams. Remember, you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and SoundCloud. Be sure and leave us a review on SoundCloud and iTunes and show us a little love. So until next week, this is Buckle Dreams.
0: Now, being cowboys and being traditionalists, before we ever buck a horse, before we ever tie a calf, we pay tribute to the greatest country in the world. And we do that by flying the most beautiful flag that has ever flown over God's green earth, Old Glory. And tonight, as I know as each and every one of you are going to stand, I want you to do me a special favor. I want you to take your hand and I want you to put it on your heart. Now, you feel that? That's your heartbeat. That's not just your heartbeat, that's the heartbeat of hundreds of thousands of men and women that have fought and have died so that you can live in the greatest country in the world, the United States of America. You know, as we sit here on such a great weekend and we take a look around us and we look at our families that sit next to us, whether it's our sons or our daughters or girlfriends or our wives, we think about the great things that we're going to get to do and the privileges that we have as free Americans. You know, on Valentine's Day, we're going to get to sit down and have a date with our wife or our girlfriend. On Christmas morning, we're going to get to sit around the tree with our family and open presents. On Sunday mornings, we get to worship in the church of our choice with our family. And our kids go to school in a free country where they can grow up to be whatever they want to be. But you know what? Those things don't just happen by accident. They happen because of the sacrifice of the men and the women of our national force that don't have the same privileges that we get to They're going to miss out on Christmas. They're going to miss out on Valentine's Day. They're probably not going to get to walk their kids to the bus for the first day of school like we were. But you know what? They make a sacrifice for us so that we never again have to fight in the United States of America. And even though some people forget about the sacrifices that they make, we don't. We in the cowboy business don't forget about what it takes to be free Americans. And for that, we support our men and women that are overseas fighting for our freedom. So I'm going to ask you tonight, how many of you are proud to be Americans, and how many of you are proud of the red, white, and blue? Now, one of the greatest freedoms that we share is our freedom of religion. Would you please join me in a word of prayer? Our grace and heavenly Father, we want to thank you for this beautiful day that you have given us. We want to thank you for our cowboys, our cowgirls, our livestock, and especially our fans. We want to thank you for your sacrifice that you made to give us a chance to go to heaven. Father, we ask tonight that you watch over this arena, and you watch over each and every one of us on our travels home as well. And Father, tonight we say a special prayer for our leaders in Washington, and especially for our brave men and women that are overseas fighting for our freedom. And it's in your son's precious name that we pray. Amen.